0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: matchmaker with me, Marla Martinson, and author of the memoir, Diary of a Beverly Hills Matchmaker. You know, I want you to go to my website today, MarlaMartinson.com, and get your free self-love guided meditation and my ebook the power of positive affirmations for success and happiness, because you want to get those positive affirmations put into your subconscious, you want to lift your vibration in everything that you do to call in love, to keep love happening, to keep love sizzling in your life. So, I am a high-level matchmaker, I match uh, affluent movers and shakers men with their dream woman. Uh, They want a woman to marry, to take on trips, to spend their life with. Maybe they're divorced. Maybe they've lost their spouse. Maybe they've never been married and they're looking for that special someone, a woman who's beautiful inside and out. And I've been doing a lot of podcasts with my dear friend, Susan Allen, talking about how women can uh, be more of a sparkling, sensational self to attract that quality guy that they want in their lives. And I've had many marriages over the years. It's been a real joy to be able to connect soulmates. And it's so great when we learn these skills um, on how to behave on a first date, uh, what you do in the beginning of a relationship, and to find that relationship. But then you get that relationship. And what happens? Uh, so many times in this society, we have a girlfriend calling us up here, or we hear of something, or see some some news on TV about some celebrities uh, getting cheated on. Somebody's cheating, and it's it's you know runs rampant. Of course, you know human nature, and and but it doesn't have to. And and my guest today is is the wonderful. Susan Allen, who has created heart space Solutions so that we can all learn how to create the most loving, intimate, and passionate relationships possible. And Susan also, uh, what's wonderful is she offers a complimentary one-hour telephone session so that everybody can transform their lives. So, um the her website is in the show notes and you can always contact her through me as well but we'll give you a phone number but today we are going to be talking about cheating uh cheating does it have to ruin your marriage does it have to ruin your life um because once you get into that marriage you think you know you feel like cinderella you found the one and then what if that happens so i'm bringing susan on right now hello susan how are you? This is so much fun. What a hot, hot topic. Hot topic, and I'm broadcasting from my hometown of Seattle, Washington today, so it's pretty exciting. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> I love this. All right. so, uh, so, Susan, you know, you say that the key to your marriage surviving, if you and your partner cheats, is what? <laughs> Well, you have to set up
0: any yeah you have to set up the marriage. to set up the marriage. It starts in the beginning. The key to saving your marriage is at the beginning of your relationship, you need skills. There are nineteen domains of successful marriage. You and your partner need to have clarity and compassion. And co-create what this marriage is going to look like. It never works very well if one of you is dictating to the other. So I mm-hmm. can teach you how to save your marriage down the road when it all goes off the rails. I just want to let you know today that if you can set it up properly in the beginning, it's much easier. And please send me and send you the 19 domains of successful marriage mm-hmm. and. Many pages of explanations about
1: all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Well, um, okay, so there's all these things that you've got to set it up. And I think that most people don't. We just get, we fall for someone, they're hot, they're fabulous, and then we get married and we haven't even thought of any of these 19 things. You know, So Marla, what,
0: I was <laughs> yeah. so lucky. I did not marry the two men that I loved most in my life because I already knew they would cheat. I already oh, knew it. Wow. I didn't marry yes. them. One, when he proposed, I said no, but I continued uh-huh. to see him, but I said no. And the second right. one, I accepted his proposal 14 years later because I was a 12-year yeah. hiatus, and I really believed that he had evolved. I really saw that he had done work on himself, however it hadn't been enough, Mm -hmm. and then tragically I had to break the engagement. So I saved myself a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, even though at the time you can imagine it was a toss-up, which was going to be more painful, but you have to be practical. If you don't want to be in a marriage that is going to fall apart, that is to fall apart, you have to mm-hmm. work very, very hard at the beginning. And what you described, Marla, that's the number one mistake most of us have made. We fall in love or we think we've fallen in love much too fast, mm-hmm. making the distinction between loving and being in love. You love yeah. him or her. You're not in love until a lot of time has elapsed and you really know that person.
1: Right. Right. You know, it makes me uh think back to uh one of my favorite comedians and actors, Russell Brand, who uh, you know, was a, a sex addict and a drug addict and he, you know, helps people now and has written a book and he's on you know, he really does a lot of work on himself. But years ago, uh, he got married to Katy Perry and and uh, you know, that was one that's the guy that that's the bad boy. He's so funny and cute and hot and sexy. And, you know, of course, that marriage didn't didn't work out or last too long. But that's, I think that's kind of a perfect example of how women will often, you know, go for that bad boy, even though it's like, well, he's a sex addict. <laughs> right.
0: They know how so. to connect with women.
1: Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah
0: you'll find yourself on a date with a guy who's not a player longing to be on a date with a guy who's a player because these guys who aren't players can be so deadly dull. You just want to scream. (laughs) Oh, right.
1: Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. Like the nice that when I was dating, I remember I, I, when I was in my early twenties and, This guy called Ray, I still feel so bad, he just was crazy about me, and he was older than me, he was probably in his his 40s, but not that that mattered, but he would take me out, and and I just wasn't attracted, I guess maybe because he was so much older, whatever, but I liked him, and I was broke, and he took me to dinner, you know, it was just like I was like a struggling actress at 21 years old. And he and he was just like oh, and I'd say, "Right, you're such a nice guy." And he'd say, "Oh, don't say that." Anytime somebody says you're a nice guy, that means it's you know you're not interested, and uh, that would be what we'd say back then. You're a nice guy, but and it's like nice guys finish last. We say you know, so they anyway. So they have to have, have a lot more, but, but
0: but remember, yeah. Marla, it's all about pheromones. I was just laughing with one of my friends, Gigi, who has the same kind of you know sex appeal history that I have. And I said, I think, Gigi, we just have universal pheromones. I think what happens mm-hmm. is that there's just a common denominator that men respond to, which is why, so, you know, I've had 16 marriage proposals. Now I'm back dating right. again, so who knows what the final tally will be?
1: That's <laughs> right. they right. see. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, now, are there any benefits to cheating in long-term marriage, though? Yes. So there's two
0: kinds of cheating.
1: There's two kinds of cheating. Okay. And this is a
0: serious topic. I want everybody who's listening to understand that we know that you are in pain when you're thinking about this. If your husband or your wife is appearing to be cheating, this is very, very serious for you. I would never handle this as a joke because i've been there right so there are two kinds of cheating there's the partner who cheats in order to stay in the marriage remember he or she could just say i'm divorcing you in this country in most countries of the world nobody's required to stay there's no law that makes them stay so there's the i'm going to stay with her i'm going to stay with him cheating
1: I just Mm -hmm. can't live without
0: sex any longer, or I can't live without kindness, or I can't live day after day after day with someone who's so physically ill, or if she has one more child in another nine months of pregnancy, I'm going to kill myself. There's the staying cheating.
1: Mm -hmm. But then there's the
0: going cheating. I've not had my needs met in a long time, even though Uh this is not who I am in terms of integrity. I really can't. Do this. I can't do another 30, 40, 50, even five years of this. That's the cheating looking for a new life. And mm-hmm. so you need to be very clear about your own spouse because, again, you may be the only one listening to this program, so the only one developing new skills. And I can teach you how to communicate with your partner in a very peaceful and motivating way so that you're cheating situation doesn't turn into divorce unless you wish it to
1: right and i love that that keyword peaceful because it's so easy to just start yelling at each other or accusations or name calling or whatever we get very reactive and what i've had to learn and i've been doing for the past month which is so great i've been so since working on a lot of healing staying so centered and in peace and speaking very calmly and it
0: even Beautiful. if you're
1: in that, yes, which is great. And I haven't had to deal with the cheating in this marriage I had in a previous right. marriage. But, right. but still, even if I imagine if, if you find you think somebody's cheating, uh, yelling at them in accusations, they're not going to admit it. You know, you've got to come at it from a different Yeah, angle, that's right? the opposite of what works. Your, that's
0: the opposite. Yes,
1: your center. You know what I want to say to center.
0: everyone as well, what I want you to hear as well, is it's not cheating that makes or breaks the marriage. Love makes or breaks the marriage. Cheating Mm. is never about the third party. It never begins because of this third party. It's always about what's missing from the marriage. Cheating happens when you as a couple become vulnerable to cheating, like getting a cold or flu when your immune system isn't strong. You don't get the flu when you have right. a strong immune system and you've merged as two into one. And that's what I yeah.
1: teach. And there's not only the cheating where somebody will go out and sleep with somebody, but there's this emotional cheating. People will start talking to somebody on Facebook or social media or at work and then develop this kind of emotional attachment and they may never do anything. Is that Would you consider that just as? You know, serious cheating. You,
0: you you mean all the letters I'm receiving from someone? Are we <laughs> counting that? Yes, I certainly know that's someone who doesn't know if he wants to stay or go. Emotional cheating is always the question of, that's a third part. There's staying cheating and there's going cheating and then there's do I stay or do I go cheating? Sure, of course, it's yeah. all cheating. Yeah. Because there right. isn't the two merged as one. There isn't two merged as one. There is no person in that marriage capable of creating a tantric lock in which Mm -hmm. there is no space for a third party. When you are merged two into one, when there's not an atom of space between you,
1: when Mm. the love you feel
0: is so deep and so beautiful and so mutual that you dream about each other even when you're right next to one another in bed.
1: You think about
0: how can I make his life more wonderful? How can I make her life more wonderful? That's love. I have never tolerated anything less. I will not endure anything less. It is just excruciating to me. It's like, I don't understand living on McDonald's. I could eat a McDonald's now and then, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. live on it. I'd rather starve Mm -hmm. to death.
1: Right. I'd rather,
0: in this case, learn how to cook. So, with the tantric lock, you learn, I teach you, how to create that deep level of joy
1: that deep level tantric of intimacy block. I which I love that that sounds right. so exotic. Tantric lock. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you need. You
0: need to create right. a relationship in which the two of you merge into the divine mm. in what my friend calls the upward spiral where in the process of love making, whether it's physical love making or emotional long distance love making You merge Mm -hmm. together into this upward spiral, which then links you to the divine. The healing experience is so perfect that Mm. truly there is no space for many, many hours, sometimes even days, to even think about anyone else but the beloved. It is Mm. such a joyous and nurturing
1: experience, and that's what I'm teaching Oh, I love it. Well, what about uh, people who just grin and bear it, which I know you did it, you know, at one point? hmm hmm Yeah. Well,
0: you know, my I have a very strong point of view that I learned from my mother, if you can believe it. My oh. mother endured this grin and bear it because my father was 21 years older. And when I was, oh, you okay. know, now mature myself, so I had a boyfriend, my mother said, you know, I think it's really important that you understand this, that if a couple Mm -hmm. really loves each other, if they really are there for each other, even if one partner is absolutely uh, disabled, not just ill, but disabled, you can always bring pleasure to your partner. You can always continue that merging, that bond. And it didn't happen for her because my father wasn't that kind of loving, open, intimate man, tragically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it yeah. doesn't happen for most of you listening. And I'm telling you that that is a marriage. It's not a marriage otherwise. It isn't a marriage right. if six months into pregnancy the woman says, go away, don't bother me, I'll see you in six months. That's not a marriage.
1: Right. No. That's an
0: invitation for
1: cheating. Susan, I see an as it a And also, by the
0: way... I, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it isn't a marriage if one of you demands sex. So I want to be clear about that. It isn't about right. anything where one demands anything of the other. This is all about mutuality.
1: Well, as a matchmaker, so many times I would a new client would come into the office and this isn't happening now so much, but when I worked in Beverly Hills at the matchmaking service for 7 years, we'd get these guys come in, they'd sign up for the for the service, and I'd sit down to do their matchmaking interview to find out all about them. And these guys have a a one year old, or or a mm-hmm. six yes. old, or a, a two year old, and they're divorced and yes. already looking for someone else. And and yes. so many. I mean, this is not just a few times. So many times. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's like, well, what is going on? This this woman, their wife, just gave birth to the entitled and baby, and Beverly
0: Hills. Yeah. yeah. The entitled. yeah. Beverly Hills woman, and it, obviously it's not exclusively in Beverly Hills, though, though I lived there, no, you know, and I knew a lot of
1: from them. All over the, yeah. yeah, we That's had right. guys from all over the country coming in. But but That's so right. obviously the wife didn't, you know, I'm I thinking, gosh, if I was pregnant, I might not want him. you know, you might be cranky, then the baby comes, it's crying, you're up all night. But instead of getting through this somehow, they're out, they're divorcing and getting somebody else. So, um yeah,
0: and you know so the tragedy so, yeah. is the tragedy is that they didn't have the skills to discuss the nineteen domains of marriage before they mm-hmm. married wife number one. Right. Now they've divorced wife number one. Now they don't have an understanding of the nineteen domains of successful marriage, and they're looking for wife number two. You right. know what's going to happen to wife number two?
1: Yeah,
0: and on and on mm-hmm. ad nauseum. And everybody oh, suffers, and the children suffer more than anyone else.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's really sad is now this little child is from a broken home already at like one years old and, you know, being shuttled back and forth between houses and keep dating, you know, partners and so. Oh, so okay. let's talk so, about
0: this in a positive way now. So sometimes yeah. two people have to fall apart to really – really see how much they need to fall back together and that's what i'm speaking about when i'm speaking about cheating i teach couples or i teach individuals who are at this crossroads how to communicate with their partner in a loving respectful and intimate way so if i'm the one who's cheated and I've been found out or I've decided that I want Mm -hmm. to tell my spouse, then my communication needs to be, I loved you, cared for you, respected Mm -hmm. you enough not to leave you. However, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to communicate with you in such a way that we could get our relationship back. Now I've discovered, tragically, I didn't know what to do, Even though I loved you, I didn't know what to do. I've cheated on you. I've decided I don't want to be with him or her. Now I've decided I had to learn how to speak to you about this. I've been studying with Susan Allen, who's a relationship specialist, to learn how to communicate with you about it. And I know you're going to be angry. I know you're going to be frightened. I know you're going to be heartbroken when you hear me talk about (laughs) this. And... Mm -hmm. We really have no choice but to talk about it, to talk about what was missing for me, to talk about how desperate I felt not to have the love and the intimacy that I depend on. And now Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what your thoughts are about it. So that's how you begin Uh if you're the one who cheated. Now, if you're Uh the one who experienced cheating, let's say – when I found out that my second husband was cheating on me, even though we hadn't had sex in a long time at my request. So, you know, Uh the marriage was not a good one. It was a mistake. And so I developed these skills as a result of all this. And at that time, if I had wanted him back, I would have been in the proactive mode. I would have said, look, I understand that we made a mistake. You and I have different sexual clocks. We have different libidos.
1: You mm-hmm. don't want
0: sex very much. I want sex a lot. And so, therefore, it was a problem. And my response to it was to basically throw you out of the bedroom. That was a poor choice on my part. That was a mm-hmm. mistake. Yeah. So I understand why you cheated. Even though we had a different libido, by the time you wanted more sex, you were resentful of me. I understand. Mm-hmm. Is there something that we can talk about now and possibly put the relationship back on track? Now, remember, I'm not saying this was an appropriate thing for my marriage because I never really wanted to have sex with him. He was just another mistake I made thinking I should marry my best friend. I did it twice. So, you know, don't do that. Every man, every woman deserves someone who adores and worships them, worships their mind, their soul, and their body. And if you marry your best friend, you're looking down the, you know, the barrel of divorce.
1: Right. Now, um, but should your, your, you know, husband or wife should become your best? I mean, they should be your best friend, uh, but and. not like a platonic. And. Friend, yeah, and. That's and. right. And. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And make oh, your gosh. toes curl, and give you butterflies in your stomach, and make your breath—you know, like you—ah, uh, at the thought of seeing them, you have to be wear, so thrilled. Does that
1: kind of wear off along the way? I mean, how it's not. No, you know, no, it's no, it's pheromones.
0: No, uh. pheromones. Uh-uh, it doesn't wear off. What wears off is when you don't have the skills to self-soothe. When you yeah. don't have the skills to bring yourself back to peace. And when your partner doesn't and you don't have the skills to bring him or her back to peace, then resentment just creeps in. Most of the people who aren't having sex with each other, one of them is just effing furious, just effing right. furious. And the other partner right. is going, la, la,
1: la, has no idea what it's all about because they don't have skills.
0: They yeah. don't have skills. They just don't know.
1: that it doesn't really, yeah, it can be covert, you know, they Maybe you don't look serious, but you're it's that's right. yeah. no exa- exactly yeah. yeah, exactly right. exactly exactly, yeah, that's what I'm talking that's about. Precisely. so, um, and then you talk about vulnerability, it's the price a woman must always pay for mind blowing sex that vulnerability yeah. <laughs> I'm telling
0: you, Marla, I'm telling you how <laughs> women think they can walk around being mean and cold and punitive. And have multiple orgasms is beyond (laughs) me. (laughs) Makes Uh, me wonder, have they perhaps never had multiple orgasms? Because let's face it, when you are inviting a man into your body to make a home in your body, when you are opening yourself at that level, that is gear-stripping vulnerability. You have to be so much in control of your mind. You can't go into those he should, he shouldn't stories and stay there. We all go there. We're all human. We go there. You know, even I go there. But you can't stay there for more than literally a minute or two. You can be pissed and you get off it. You can be scared and you get off it. You can be sad and you get off it. If you don't, your relationship or the possibility of a relationship crashes and burns around your ankles. Because oh. no man and no woman really worth having is going to put up with all these mini mood swings. Nobody will. Mm-hmm. Right. And even yeah. if the behavior of your partner is the kind of behavior that logically generates mood swings in any sane person. I am here to tell you, don't do it. Don't go there. Uh-huh. Step away from uh-huh. the cliff.
1: Yeah. Every
0: man who's really worth it, and I've dated some fabulous men, have told me this. Whether they told it to me about me when I was younger, so all fess up uh-huh. to that, Or they told Uh me about girlfriends after we just moved on and became good friends. Uh Any man who's serious, who's successful, who has a life, is going to be looking for somebody who is peaceful and loving and vulnerable and open and skilled. And the same is true for every woman because, believe me, that is, you know, the top of the list –
1: yeah, well, this is a great topic for our next podcast because that is, is uh, so important. But we are winding Emotional down. Emotional to stability
0: really in right? Emotional, Emotional stability yeah, yeah. In, a, in a relationship.
1: So, absolutely. Um, there's so much to talk about now, you guys. If anybody out there is thinking that their spouse is cheating, if you're, you know, uh, breaking down in tears, if you've got any any relationship issues at all. You can have a free one hour session with Susan. Um, No, uh, no, uh, you know, it's, it's free. There's no tricks there, but if you want to continue working with her, you always can. But in that free hour, you will get so many, so many skills and so much information. So, Susan, what is your phone number that people can call or text you?
0: Thank you so much, honey. It's 818 314 1200. 818 314 1200.
1: Okay and her website is www.heartspace solutions with an dot com heartspace solutions and go to my website marlamartinson.com and get your free uh, guided meditation and Susan and I also have a free training for women on how to marry a billionaire it's super fun it's a whole hour packed with fantastic information on how to get a great guy and it's under, on my website under free training and you can sign up and watch that for free so thank you Susan for stopping by thank you everyone and And if you like and, and if you guys if you like this podcast please go to iTunes and leave a review so that other people can find it much love to everyone until next time bye